So in today's episode of Drama or Trauma, we are actually going to be diving into the emotion of gluttony. It's one of the seven deadly emotions that we have been talking about recently and how gluttony is akin to addiction and what the opposite of addiction is, what it what it takes in order to free ourselves from these gluttonous behaviors. So go ahead, stay tuned, and let's jump into your gluttonous behaviors. Have you ever been told you are being dramatic when inside you feel like your world is falling apart? When you know that there is more than drama that is happening in this moment? What is the difference between drama and trauma? And how can we heal from the trauma that life has dealt? This podcast is to bring a clarification to the unspoken childhood and adult life trauma that has been called drama. Together, we can find a way to heal through quantum living, astrological frequency, and intentional actions. But first, let's talk about the drama of trauma. So I want to start today's episode off by jumping directly into the emotion of gluttony, what that word actually means. And so if we are going to look at the definition on Google, it is a habitual greed or excess of eating. It is also um, derived to more than just food. Like, so it's an excess of eating where we can't control what we eat, but it could also be the excess of shopping and where we spend our money and how we spend our money. And this inability to have that self-restraint really leads to um, gluttony. If we're looking at the Latin word of it, it's derived from glutire, which means to gulp down or swallow, um, which leads to that overindulgence, overconsumption, whether it's food, drink, alcohol, drugs, uh, wealthy items, such as um, you can have a closet full of like, I don't know, a thousand pairs of shoes that that in and of itself is kind of gluttonous because of those items that you have an abundance of. So if we're going to look at the seven deadly sin aspect of gluttony, and I'm just going to start by saying there, there's a lot to this. I'm not looking at gluttony as if it is a, as if it is a sin. That is not what I am talking about. I am going to talk about why it was perceived as a sin, and it is because it was perceived that to eat in an abundance means you are withholding or keeping from those who are in need. And so that is how it became one of those seven deadly sins because some Christianity denominations considered it to be kind of selfish and you were taking from the needy because you were giving yourself an abundance of whatever it it is. And so um, I don't necessarily want to jump into that sin aspect of it. I do want to dive into the aspects of why we do eat a lot, why we do shop a lot, why we do have some form of addictions when it comes to um, the physical science behind, you know, being addicted to drugs and alcohol, the physical science behind why somebody will go and buy the same shirt 
in 30 different colors or 30, 100,000 pairs of shoes for their closet when really in a year you can only wear 365 pairs of shoes if you wore one pair a day, but they have like 700 pairs, et cetera, and et cetera. So Socrates, who is also a philosopher, talks about the phrase, we eat to live, not live to eat. And I wanted to bring this up here because if we are living to eat, if the only reason we are alive to, is to eat, instead of we are eating to live, we are missing the most beautiful aspects of this life. We are missing the most important aspects in this life that we can step into. It's the, it's the small details that we're not looking at if all we are doing is living to eat. If we're living to eat, our focus is generally only on one area and one aspect instead of the whole picture. And I want to explain that a little bit better in, um, I mean, I could dive into the science behind it. So like you're eating, you get this pleasure while you're eating because it tastes so good. It smells so good. Um, it, it releases those neurochemicals that you have been looking for. But I, I actually have an example that I experienced myself a few years ago, quite a few years ago, when I learned that hangry is an actual thing. So there's angry and there's hungry, but hangry was something that I did not know. Like I thought people were joking about it until one day I myself was hangry and I didn't realize I was hangry. Um, so let me tell you the story. So I was at my parents' house and I, it was a Sunday night, you know, I was visiting my parents. And so I had all of my family there and we were getting dinner ready and dinner um, was almost ready. And I was just so hungry and I was stomping around the kitchen table, setting the table. And I was yelling at all of my siblings to come into the kitchen and sit down at the table. And I got everybody into the kitchen. And I was just so grumpy because I was just so hungry. And I was like, why is there not food on the table? And I look at my mom and my mom walks into the room. And my mom walks up to the, because uh, she was making like a roast or something. And there was a timer on the roast. And she's like, Aubrey, did you get everybody in here? And I was like, yes, let's get this food going. I'm starving. And she uh, tells me that there's like an hour and a half left <laughs> for that roast to be cooking. So I was hangry and I got everybody into the kitchen and then I was grumpy and I kind of stomped away from the table because then we had to wait another hour and a half. So dinner is ready this day. I sit down, I eat my food. Like I hadn't talked to anybody for like the past hour and we sit down, I eat my food. And by the end of me eating my food, I felt this sweet release of happiness and I remember today what it felt like to eat that meal. And then I was no longer angry at anybody in that room. I was laughing. We were all laughing and joking and making fun of me for getting everybody into that kitchen an hour and a half early when when I all I had to do was look at the clock and I could tell that the uh, there was still time left. Like I just was hungry, but I was hangry. And I realized in that moment that hanger is an actual thing. And that there is actually a very real, very physical chemical reaction when we move from hangry to full that was amazingly peaceful. And it was quite the experience for me to ponder on and remember and continue to think about even today.
And so when we eat or if we're snacking, let's say we snack on something sweet and salty and it's a little bit crunchy, that is actually known to release dopamine from the reward centers of your neurotransmitters. And when that dopamine is released, that is actually the same type of dopamine that gets released um, with addictive drugs. And it's not as you know abundant as if you were doing drugs, but it is releasing just enough dopamine that, that those reward centers are telling you that when you do snack, when you do eat, you get a reward and it feels good. And now I'm not going to dive into alcohol or drugs at this time. However, those same dopamine centers are activated when you do drink and do drugs and it does create um, an addictive desire to feel those emotions again at such a greater intensity than just food. So not everybody has that same chemical makeup has the same neural pathways. And so some people can sit down and eat and actually not feel that sweet release of dopamine. Some people sit down and they eat and it is very noticeable, very chemically life-changing difference. That is why um, some people are more have a greater tendency to overeat and, than other other people. It's not simply by the sheer lack of will or self-restraint per se that people turn into gluttonous. It, there's a very real chemical reason behind it and not everybody's brain and neural pathways are made the same. And that is why for some people they fall into overeating in gluttonous ways easier than other people and acknowledging and being aware that we're all made differently. All of our neural pathways are wired completely differently and understanding that while um, a friend overeats and is gluttonous and I don't understand it, that doesn't mean that they're weak. That just simply means that they, they have a different chemical makeup than I do. And learning how to accept them where they are at that moment can be very beneficial to not only them because then they feel accepted and loved and that actually brings a lot less anxiety and stress that they're probably eating over. Like they're probably eating to calm that anxiety even if they don't realize that they're anxious because they've been eating to calm that anxiety for so long. And so when a person has that connection with another person, when one person has a connection with another person, that is also able to release those dopamine um, flows in a very healthy, natural way. And so the opposite of addiction isn't um, lack of what you are addicted to. It isn't not doing what releases those dopamine centers. And so if you're addicted to food or have this gluttonous personality, the opposite isn't to not do that. The opposite is actually connection with another person because that releases that healthy dopamine release where you have that healthy emotional connection to another person and you're able to healthily release those emotions 
without overindulging in food or drugs or shopping. When we find ourselves overindulging in other areas of our lives, in multiple areas of our lives, that usually means that we are lacking and not putting energy in areas of our lives that are important. Um, and those areas tends to be business, family, career, things along those lines, areas in those places. And uh, an example with a client, their need to purchase so much clothes to, to have this closet full of clothes. All they did in their spare time was spend money buying a lot of clothes in a gluttonous manner. They weren't really focused on necessarily progressing their business, but their need to progress their business was to get that money so that they can buy buy those shoes, buy those shirts. And because they're, they weren't focusing their energy, their dopamine levels were driving them to make drastic decisions that were detrimental in their business and caused harm, um, financially harm in, in their life that kept them from being able to progress not only in their business, but even from buying those clothes that they were craving and feeling as if that they needed. And so if the opposite of addiction, if the opposite of gluttony essentially is connection, it wouldn't be that this person, my, my client, it wouldn't be that they needed to stop buying clothes. That would not be the opposite. That would not actually solve their problem. There is an underlying problem underneath why they were buying clothes. There's an emotional connection, an emotional block that usually comes from childhood. Um, but there's the subconscious belief that they believed that when they went and bought clothes, it would benefit them. And it did in the sense that it released that dopamine um, and they were feeding those neural pathways and those subconscious beliefs over and over and over again every time they bought clothes um, without acknowledging the fact that it was detrimental not only to their business but their personal life. Um, and so when I work with my clients, I, I help my clients find those underlying beliefs, those subconscious beliefs that are inhibiting their ability to move forward in a healthy manner in their business that are creating those rose-colored glasses that's keeping them stuck in their life because they can't see a different pathway forward. So it's good to ask yourself if you are identifying with any gluttonous attitudes, attributes in your life, if you identify with over drinking, overeating, over shopping in any way to just simply sit down and ask yourself, what is it? What connection am I lacking in my life? And if you have any questions, please feel free to email me. I have openings for my breaking business blocks. I am opening up um, every single month. I have openings for new clients coming in right now. And so if you are interested, you want to get on that waiting list, my email is in the 
top uh, part of this page, you can go ahead and contact me through my email or my Facebook group, which is Celestial Body Astrology and Healing. And I would love to hear back from you how you feel gluttony fits into your life. I really do hope that you heard something in this podcast that you can implement into your daily life. If you have, I would appreciate a like, subscribe, share, and a five-star review. If you would like to follow me on Facebook, my group is Celestial Body Astrology and Healing. I am a celestial body business coach who helps my clients break business blocks through quantum living, astrological frequency, and most importantly, those intentional actions. Thank you for listening, and I look forward to the next episode.